Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like building grid-scale solar energy in Ohio and producing gas with fewer operational emissions in Texas. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Welcome to How to Survive. We're here to get you through the stuff that can kill you. Oh, you mean like bear attacks and earthquakes and fires? Totally. And the stuff that makes you wish you were dead. Yeah, like having your heart broken or peeing your pants or peeing your pants a second time. Check, check, check. Yeah. We should just play the music. Yeah. Welcome to How to Survive. This is Christine. I mean, hey, welcome to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. My name's Christine Kimmel. And I'm Danielle Koenig. Hey, we're off to a hot start. We are. <laughs> we're so hot. We're so <laughs> on fire. Um, you just had a birthday. I did. I had a birthday and it. Uh, I just wanted to talk about one thing that happened on my birthday, which was that actually it was the next day. Uh, my husband and son and I went to go play basketball at our local park, mm-hmm. and uh, we had done this once before, and it was fun, and it's not like we're really, we we play around the world or whatever, where you have to make shots from different places. When you it, first said that, I thought you meant, like, you guys go around the world playing basketball. Yeah, yeah. You've never heard of us? Like, oh. you, <laughs> the Harlem Globe like you know, when we're in yeah. Paris, we play basketball, yeah. when we're in Japan, oh, yeah, we play basketball. We do. Yeah. And we, I was like, I... I'm so fascinated. We pack a ball. Yeah. It's course. hard to pack. Well, it you know, you, you pack it flat. We pack it but flat you take and then your, we pump it up. You take yeah. your pump. So Oliver and I were playing one-on-one and um, I, my ring finger and my middle finger just like complete, I was trying to swat the ball away from yeah. him, I guess. And they just complete, I know you're going to freak Swatting out. Swatting a move? Yeah, well, A yeah. basketball move? Well, stealing the ball, stealing the ball. Yeah. So yeah, Garen's going to faint. But um, I jammed my fingers in. Ah. <sighs> And because finger jam incident, because he's so, um, you know, prone to being still (laughs) (laughs) prone to stillness. And I want him to. That's his back. That's his technique. Yes. Yes. I wanted him to keep playing. So I didn't I didn't stop. And we didn't have that much more to go. We were just playing to like five baskets or something. So I kept playing and I just kind of avoided that hand. And then on the way home, I was like, oh, oh, this hurts. Oh, okay. And then by the time I got home, I was like, oh, this doesn't really hurt so much. Then I washed my hands. Yeah. And that killed. Uh-huh. It was so That's when the pain painful. hit? Because yeah. I, was, I was like, wait, you just kept playing through the pain? I was, well, was really left, impressed. It was my left hand and I sort of just was avoiding using it and I was mainly using my right hand. And... um yeah, so it was really painful, and I, you know, I told Jimmy to look up what to do. You know, I took an ibuprofen and I, I, um, iced it and held it above my chest, and then I was in the shower and I was looking at it and I was like, oh, I should take off my rings so I don't end up like Chris. Oh yeah. So while it was all soapy, where all my hand was all soapy, I, it did hurt a little bit. Okay. But I got the rings off. Nice. And uh, which was great because it did later. So I sent you pictures. It did. Yeah, it did swell up. It was it's still swollen. a little bit sore, but yeah. The um, last thing you want is somebody with dental floss. I know. Your I was finger. like, oh, I am not doing this shit. I am not. Oh, no. So I was very uh, glad that we had that episode, and I could learn how to survive. Oh my gosh! I know. Saving I... fingers one episode at a time. Yeah, and one finger at a time. I love it. That's a great story. Um, Guess what happened to me this weekend? What? I had the very unusual experience. I don't know if this has ever happened. Where both of my kids had sleepovers (gasps) on the same night. Oh. Just randomly. Okay. That's nice. And I texted my husband and I was like, "Um, we can go out. 
Wow. And do whatever we want. Isn't that exciting? That never happens. It's usually like one has a sleepover yes. and then it's like, well, you get all the attention from your parents. Right. Which is fun. Yeah. They get all of the attention and we make it right. kind of their night. And it's like, well, That's you sweet. get to pick the movie and you get to pick the takeout and yeah. we do what you want. But they both... And they kind of planned it. It wasn't like we set up sleepovers for them. Really? Yeah. Benji was like, I really want to have a sleepover with Gael. And I was like, let me ask his mom, you know? Aww. And Alex was like, I am having a sleepover with Olivia. <laughs> and I'm like, did you wait? Well, I have to check. I mean, you can't just decide. Wow. So I checked with all the parents and I was like, so my kids think they're having sleepovers <laughs> right, at your right, house. Right, right, right. Is this something that's okay? And I mean, we know them. It's not like yeah. just strangers. And so I was like, we can do whatever we want. What did you do? Well, we went and looked at fabric for couches. Okay. Sexy. And But then we went out to dinner, and it was really nice. Oh, that's nice. Outside? We went to Koreatown outside. Okay. And had, oh, Koreatown. We went to Koreatown wow. uh, and had Korean barbecue. That's what he wanted to do. Okay. And then we came back and watched The Eyes of Tammy Faye. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Did you like it? I did like it. Did you like that she opened the Diet Coke with her nail file? I lived for it. Wasn't that great? It was fascinating. I love that little touch. I liked just the opportunity to revisit somebody and see them in a different light. You mean Tammy Faye, not yeah. Jessica Chastain? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, you know, yeah. I've, I've, no, no, because we were kids or, or yeah, young ish, yeah. and we weren't really aware of exactly. You know, they were just hillbillies, which they are hillbillies, I guess. But I mean, we didn't really know anything about it. But um, it was interesting to see, like, her being complicit, but like trying not to be complicit. Yeah, she didn't have to go to jail. Yeah. Which I thought was interesting. I mean, I feel like she also really didn't know what was like. She didn't know the money stuff, but she was definitely profiting. I mean, yeah, that's a weird gray area, right? Yeah, I'm I'm watching the Righteous Gemstones right now, and it's you know sort of similar territory, except it's you know extremely broad. All right, should we get to the theme of the show? Yeah, let's let's jump Is in. Is it time for me to switch glasses? From my glasses where I can look at you to glasses where I can look at the page. I do your Lois Lane magic. I don't know if Lois Lane switches glasses. I don't know that she but. does, but I was going to let it go. <laughs> <laughs> um, okay, so you know what we're discussing today, Chris? How to survive attacks from big cats. I love it. Basically, it's mountain lions, but here's the thing. I've looked this up before for probably writing on a game show or something. Sometimes I write on game shows. And um, cougars, pumas, and mountain lions are basically the same thing. It's It depends on what region you're in, what they're called, I've what you this. call them. But like in California, we call them mountain lions, but they're the same thing. So according to the nonprofit Mountain Lion Foundation, which is devoted to protecting the cats and their habitats, mountain lions are generally found in 14 western states. Because they are solitary and hard to spot, population estimates are difficult, though the foundation believes that there are fewer than 30,000 in the country. A mountain lion is one of the few predators that will deliberately stalk its victim. That's what scares it me. Found, it finds your phone number. <laughs> yep. It calls your mother and finds your phone number and yep. tracks you down. Knocks on your apartment Google, door. Knocks on your apartment door yep. and pretends that they have a, bro that, oh, my car broke down. Yep. It's like, okay, at first you're like, okay, and then you're like, Wait why does the mountain lion have a car? Yep. How do they drive? They're pretty fast. I don't think they really need a car. Can their paws even reach the pedals? Yeah. Can they steer a wheel? I don't know. Yeah. I don't even know. How good is their vision? It feels like they'd be crashing into other cars along the I way. they have good vision. I don't know. I don't know. Um, so it determines... <laughs> <laughs> He's shaking his head like, you these idiots. two dummies. <laughs> <laughs> no, I can't stop thinking about a mountain lion driving a car, though. It's like Toonses. Yes. That was one of my oh, favorite SNL sketches I of all time. I loved that one so much. Toonses can, can drive a car. Yeah, just not very well. <laughs> if it determines if you are too young or don't remember, look up Toonses, the cat who could drive on uh, SNL. With Victoria Jackson and Steve Martin. Poor Victoria uh, at Jackson. At least one of them. Oh, she's a fucking nutbag. If it determines, if the mountain lion determines you are a viable prey, it will follow you until it finds the right moment to take you down. Jeez. Okay. 
So these active hunters typically travel alone and can cover significant large, significantly large areas up to 370 square miles. It is said that if you spot a cougar while on the trail, there's a good chance that the cougar wanted you to spot it. Uh uh-uh. uh, I don't like and that. And that it's been hot on your trail for the past half hour. Oh my gosh! It is seriously now. It's like got a um, trench coat, and it's like just <laughs> watching you through bushes. It's tipping its hat. Yeah. Okay, don't freak out, but here's what we do know. Cougars very rarely attack people. In fact, cougars very rarely interact with people. We do know this, though. Cougars are more likely to go after loners than hikers in groups, and they're more prone to attack kids under 16 than adults. This is why I don't like to hike alone. Yeah. Even though I'm not under 16. Right. No, you're not under 16, but you are alone. Yes. And also, like... Are they going by height? Are they going by like beard growth? Yeah. Because I mean, some sixteen-year-olds don't look like sixteen. No, how I are mean, they? Are they carding? Yeah, and I dress like pretty youthful. Oh, you think you're gonna? You think a cougar <laughs> is gonna mistake you for a sixteen-year-old? I was talking more like a fourteen or nineteen-year-old who maybe doesn't. But you're thinking you. All right. Lessons learned: hike in a group, especially when you've got little ones in tow. Okay, stay smart. Cougars are. All-star stalkers. <laughs> just, not me. just not me. They stark celebrity, stalk celebrities. Did I say starkers? All-star stalkers. That's a, that's a mouthful. That is. So, so is your head, if a cougar gets you, by the way. That's what they go for, the neck and head. Oh, gosh. But you might be able to spot other signs that they are in the area. Keep your eyes peeled for cougar tracks. Four toes and usually no claw prints since their claws are retractable. And droppings. And scan trees for fresh claw marks. If you see something that signals that a cougar might be in the area, consider making a U-turn before you encounter one face-to-face. But how do I know the difference between a cougar dropping and, like, bear droppings? Well, I would imagine they're smaller. Okay. But I guess it's if you see it with these other things. Okay, okay. So, if you find a dead deer, especially if it's been covered up with dirt and sticks and such, stop and back away. So, not one with, like, an arrow through it. No, right. That's not. No, you have to look out for hunters. Yes. Not cougars. Oh, I've got a lot Unless to keep track of on this car driving cougar can also <laughs> throw a mean bow and arrow. I don't know. Because mountain lions will take a deer and throw some vegetation and dirt and rocks on top of it. That's going to be me next. Yeah, I don't, why do, I don't, I'm not sure why they do that. Maybe to protect it so that other animals yes. don't get it. I guess they go and... Because it says and then they leave. So they must leave and get their... They're like, now I'm going to go get a person. <laughs> or I'm going to go get the, my my babies. Yeah. Bring them back to feed. But yeah. I'm covering it up first. Yeah. yeah. That sounds right. That's probably what it is. Prep your pets. Though cougars typically keep their distance from humans, the same cannot be said of household pets. Keep your pooch on a short leash, leash at all times in cougar territory. If there's been a report... Uh, of recent cougar sightings, best to leave your pup at home. Do you bring Sally with you on these sort of walks? Yeah, yeah. I take her hiking. We have a trail close to my house that yeah. has a sign posted at the entrance of the hike that's like, there are mountain lions here. Right. Um, we I've never seen one, but okay. there are a lot of sightings in general where I live of mountain lions. Yeah. I, I mean, not like a lot, but enough that right. we have them. Yeah, yeah. Um, so... But, you know, she's just out in our yard, so I guess she could get eaten by a number of things anytime. Yeah, yeah. That's the risk she's taking. Look, she chose to live yeah. in a house on the hill. She did. Okay, don't be fooled by a baby cougar. Okay, I won't. Like, if you're thinking, you know, Diego and his baby cute cougar. Did your kids ever watch Go Diego Go? Yes. Um, no, don't be fooled because odds are pretty slim that you'll encounter a baby cougar in the flesh. But if you do back away, don't be tempted to sneak closer for a photo op where there's a baby, there's a mama. That's right. And she's going to be mad. Yep. If she thinks you're a threat, she won't hesitate to protect your little one. Stay noisy. As with bear territory, it's a good idea to be noisy to avoid startling a cougar. Talk among your group. Carry a bell. Oh, you know, as you yeah, do. Yeah, big cowbell. That's, yeah. that's not going to be uh, strange. No, you want to walk through like like you're calling out the dead in the times of the plague. You know what I just realized? Um, I always feel really old when I go on hikes because there'll be groups of young people and they tend to have uh, radios now where they're 
blasting loud music. Oh, okay. And I was like, why do they need to do this? This is nature. Right. But uh, you know what? Maybe they're just protecting themselves against cougars. Yes. Maybe it's a particularly noisy group. Maybe it's the art of noise. No one remembers the art of noise. Okay. Um, it sounds familiar. I think they just did. Was it just? You don't know. What Was it just uh, instrumentals? I can't remember. It was a time where things like that happened. Okay. Um, carry a bell and get extra loud when the wind is blowing strong or around loud water. You know how loud like a creek can be or, or like a waterfall yes. or something. It can be really loud. So they're saying like, amp it up. So anytime I see any kind of waterfall, I should just start yelling. Yeah. It's like in The Quiet Place. Did mm-hmm. you see The Quiet Place? The first one. I didn't see yeah. the second one. Well, The Quiet Place, he takes them to the waterfall because of the noise and, and starts talking and the kid's freaking out. And then he's like, oh, no, no, no. We can talk here because of the, it's like, the why noise. Why did you bring the goddamn family there? Why is this the first time you're bringing your son? They should all be having regular meetings at the waterfall. It was so annoying. It was like he kept the secret to himself. Do you well, remember? That guy. <sighs> that guy's a loser. He's a tall drink of waterfall is what he is. <laughs> I like John Krasinski. I just didn't understand that that one part. Okay. What if you do encounter a cougar? Slash mountain lion. Yes, tell us what to do. Stop and stand tall. Do not run. According to the California Department of Fish and Wildlife, running from a cougar could trigger them to trigger run. warning a chase and kill response oh, from the big cats. They're like those, that one bear. The one bear? Well, those one bears that you those one bears. <laughs> those one bears that you can't outrun. <laughs> yes, right. Those. Uh, the Mountain Lion Foundation reports that. A cougar can reach 50 miles an hour no. in a sprint. That's why it doesn't need a car. Can bound up to 40 feet. Like from the ground? He can jump. Yes. They can jump 40 feet? Well, that's a good question. Oh, no, no, no. I think it means 40 feet across. Wow. No. That would be like an airplane. <laughs> How does that? How does that maybe, make? maybe, okay. On a rock, up high, can bound like... But it, still, is that is that's 40 feet that's like air? Evil Knievel. <laughs> There's no way that's what it means. I, I want to see. Know. I want to see that cougar on a motorcycle with a helmet. Okay, so he just. Um, okay, Garen just got this. They can leap up to 40 feet horizontally. That's insane. That's like that's like a Warner Brothers cartoon or something. Okay, well, and 15 feet up into a tree. Wow. Okay. Try to appear larger than the cougar. Never take your eyes off the animal or turn your back. That's extremely okay. important. Do not crouch down or try to hide. Be sure to talk to the cougar, <laughs> speaking calmly and firmly. Hi, don't eat me, please. While creating more and more distance from the cat. Do not use high-pitched tones or high-pitched screams. Okay. So you want to lower your voice. Hey, hey, we're friends. Hey, what was that back there with the car? Hey, Scam. you want to step back a little bit? Hey, <laughs> give us some room. If the animal displays aggressive behavior, behavior. <laughs> if the animal displays aggressive behavior, shout, wave your arms and throw rocks. Think of these as warning shots. Okay. It's not that you want to hit and injure the animal. Okay. You want to show that if you can that you can defend yourself and potentially injure. Okay. If the cougar attacks, stay on your feet. If you go down, you're in trouble. Fight back aggressively with anything you can get your hands on. Knife, club, backpack, rocks. Oh, this is that have your backpack full of rocks thing again, yes. right? Yes. Yes. Gouge your fingers into the cat's eyes. Poke those eyes out. You want to do a three stooges right into the eyes. That seems scarier than anything else to me for some reason. I don't want to touch goopy eyes. No. I don't want to get so close that my eyes are near his, my hands are near his I might eyes. Just, I might just let it kill me. I might just, yeah. So I don't have to touch eyeballs. Yeah. Fight for your life with as much violence as you can muster. This is like a Tarantino film. You've got to fucking oh, kill that. Oh, yeah. you got to just go for the blood. Yes. You might want to hold on to one metallic or hard plastic water bottle in reserve like, don't throw this thing because you want to use it as a club. Oh, yeah. Just or as beat a, it. Yes. Or as a weight in, in your backpack or fanny pack, which can be swung at the cat if it gets close enough. So you're just. Argh. It might always be good to walk with a giant knife. Yes. Like a good stabby one. Yeah. If we just learned anything general. from Station Eleven, it's to. Oh, yeah. She had knives giant, everywhere. Yeah. She got them on her. Oh, you didn't finish it. Oh boy, Chris. Whew. Yeah, no, I, I had to I had to bail out. You were yeah. Uh when she met up with the <laughs> weird guy in the bus yeah. who she had tried to kill, I was like, 
and he had all the little dirty children surrounding him <laughs> yeah. and they were like come with us come. I was like goodbye so, I know <laughs> all right if you do fall down don't stop protecting your head and neck while you get back to your feet so remember the head and neck is what they go for they've seen animals in the wild killed by mountain lions and it's always their heads and necks that are punctured okay they know what to go for yes they know your weak spot carrying a backpack on your hike Good. Spin it around to your chest to create body armor or to make a shield. What about hiking poles? Great. Now you have a sword or club. What about a guitar? You got a guitar? <laughs> Bang it on the head. How about a piccolo? What? A, shove it up <laughs> Cougar's ass. I don't know. Yeah. What about a piccolo? What if you're just on a hike playing a piccolo? What if? What an asshole. Uh, okay. Pretentious. All right. Now I'm going to tell you a couple of stories. Oh, one adds, love it. one ends poorly, one ends well. Okay, which one's coming first? The poorly one good, is good, coming good, first. Good. On May 19th, 2018, two mountain bikers in their early 30s were riding on a logging road some 30 miles from Seattle and just outside of North Bend, Washington, a small town in the foothills of the Cascade Mountains. Sounds beautiful, oh, right? I bet, it's I bet it's gorgeous. As they rode, they noticed a mountain lion. It, it appeared to be stalking them. It had on a trench coat, right? It had on a trench coat. It had binoculars. It was leaving out like human food. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, all the popcorn. Signs. All the signs. They stopped, yelled, and stood their ground. So they did what they were supposed to do. Okay. Until the 100-pound male ran away. By the books, it was the right thing to do. But then the lion did something unusual. It returned and pounced on one of the bikers. Ooh. 31-year-old Isaac Setterbaum. It latched on Setterbaum's skull oh, with no. its mouth, <gasps> shaking him back and forth. Oh, no. And he's on his bike at this time. Well, I don't know if they got off. It said that they did everything they were supposed to do, so I'm, I'm guessing maybe they got off. I don't know. This predatory move is intended to snap the neck of the prey. Seeing this, the other biker, S.J. Brooks, 32, fled on foot. Oh, no. He's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here. Oh, no. When Brooks ran... The lion released Setterbaum and pursued Brooks instead. Oh, boy. That's what you get for turning on your friend. I would never leave you. Thank you. I no. would never leave you. I would. I would take that piccolo and I jam would, it against his head. I would lift the bike I was on with super strength. Yes. And I would beat the hell out of that Yeah, you're lion. right. A bike would have been. Okay, so for Setterbaum... The first guy, mm-hmm. bleeding from wounds on his head and neck, the attack had stopped, but it wasn't over yet. He saw the lion dragging Brooks into the woods. Mm-hmm. Grabbing his bike, show. he knew he had to find cell service. By the time he reached 911, the dispatch office, uh, by the time he reached the 911 dispatch officer, it was too late. Officials later found the lion standing over Brooks's body amongst the brush and trees. That's the second friend yes. that he dragged into the woods. Yeah, the guy who fled. Yeah, well. So that's pretty scary. Yeah. Did okay. the first guy survive? Yeah. He survived. Uh. He survived. Okay. Here's a different story. This is from 2020. So this guy, Kyle Burgess, was on a two-mile run in Slate Canyon in Utah. Okay. Um, but that was also really pretty. Yes, I bet it was. He saw four small animals scampering around on the trail ahead, and he didn't realize what they were at first. Thinking they were bobcats. He had seen them before, so he thought they were bobcats. He pulled out his phone and started recording them. Aw, dum-dum. Yep. Seconds later, when their mother came into view, it dawned on him that he was in big trouble. They were mountain lion cubs, and their mother was going to protect them at all costs. Yes, she was. The instant the full-grown mountain lion mother charged him, Burgess's adrenaline fired up. He let out a stream of profanities while he backed away. The cougar dove into the trees along the side of the trail as if to flank him. They're smart mother evers. Yeah. She reappeared on the trail. Her eyes locked on him. See, they do have good vision. She followed him as he... They can drive a car. Yes. She followed him, not I me, mean, not stick. Oh, like well. don't get ridiculous. But she followed him as he retreated backward. What came next was the longest six minutes of Burgess's life. Twenty-six-year-old from or- from Orem did everything he could think of to ward the mother off. He knew not to turn his back on her, which mm-hmm. we said. Yes. He knew to back away. Yes. Which we backwards said. Backwards walking. Yes, but not too fast. Slow backward walking. Yes. He cursed, yelled, growled, and grunted while she continued to follow him, flashing her teeth at him, her ears pinned, her tail swishing. Oh, go, that's go, so go, scary. Burgess yells at her a minute into the video recorded encounter. 
Burgess said every time he took his eyes off her or tried to stoop down for a rock to throw at her, the mountain lion lunged at him hissing. Oh. Remember about the stooping down. With each pounce, he, uh, her front paws and claws flared. Her powerful hind legs kicked up dust and gravel. No, Burgess screams at her. Go away. I'm big and scary. Nice. I know. She keeps following him. You're good, Burgess yells. You're a good little kitty. Now, slow, nice and slow. Come on. He pleads with her to turn back and go get your babies. Yeah. He's, 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 he's de- deferring to her um, sense of, of uh, motherly, motherly responsibility. Yeah. 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 It seems to never end. She lunges at him several more times. Okay, this is when I fucking die, he says. Come on, dude. I don't feel like dying today. But Burgess, who recounted the terrifying encounter to reporters at the mouth of Slate Canyon on Monday, got away without a scratch. After yeah. those six minutes of terror and pure adrenaline, Burgess was finally able to pick up a rock and hurl it at the mountain lion. So exactly what they said. Okay. It nailed her, and that's when she took off running back down the trail. Wow, that just happened, Burgess recalled thinking after she finally took off. Honestly, right now, it feels like a dream. My emotions were a jumbled mess, he said. So it was kind of like, okay, well, this is going to go one of two ways. What's the outcome going to be? Okay, so I watched the video because he videoed the whole thing. I think I saw this too. It was a while back and it was so um, terrifying to see her keep lunging, right? Okay, so yes. So you don't see the babies on the video, but um, so he's filming it and he's like a young guy. So he just Mm -hmm. keeps calling her dude, which is hysterical. Yes. And I wrote down some of the things he says. Holy shit. Oh, fuck. Get the fuck away. What's up, dude? Dude, you're scary. You're a fucking scary kitty cat. This is scary. This is not fun. Those are the, some of the things he says. But while he's while he's backing up, you know, she's just she's just following him. And like when you watch on the video, yeah, he's she, the 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 cougar is stalking him. But then every once in a while, She'll just like flies up in the air. (sighs) All four limbs like go out and it's scary. Oh, God. It is scary. I mean, she's not going 40 feet across and 15 feet up, but it's crazy. And the guy, I mean, he did everything right. It's it's really you should watch it. We'll put a link to the video on um, when this Instagram and uh, and Facebook because it's it's really wild. It's it's crazy. I mean, the fact that he's even filming it while it's happening. That's also amazing. But. that he had the wherewithal. I feel like I would have just been like, ah, and thrown my phone like an idiot. I, I would have or tried thrown to the phone at, at, the, at cat. the cat. Would actually not be a bad idea, but he probably just wasn't thinking that. You know what it makes me think? I wish I had that power. Which power? Of the cat. Oh, the you know power I mean? of the cat. Like just to, to stalk? Just to be to like, protect your babies? Yeah, if somebody was like, he just said something weird to me at the like grocery store when I was putting the cart away that was just like, yeah. you know, you should keep an eye on your kids. <laughs> you know those people that always feel like they have to say shit yeah. to you? And I'd be like, <laughs> You know, and I just have these yeah. giant claws pop yes. out and like big like muscles and just. Yes. <laughs> and then dust like flies up around yes. you. Yes. Yeah, that's really cool. That would be amazing. I just remember the thing about Matt Belknap said on Never Not Funny that he saw a mountain lion when yeah. he was biking. And I didn't realize like how big of a deal that is. I didn't realize they're so rare. They're so dangerous. And that like they don't want you to see them. Yes. So in this story with a 24-year-old guy, after the mountain lion ran away, he came upon two other hikers and he said did you guys see a mountain lion and they were like ha 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 and he was like no 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 seriously yeah it's not a joke and then he showed them the video and like they couldn't believe it and he i think he like waited a half an hour and then went around the other way because he was like not going to encounter this mountain lion again oh because he had to go he had to go back he still had to leave yeah, and yeah. get out of the yeah. wherever he was hiking right oh yeah that's <laughs> that's really scary i know it's crazy anyway so so you know be big be big yeah be in a group be loud and you know worst comes to worst throw shit at you're right he should have thrown the phone because he wouldn't have had to bend down to throw the phone but i bet he just didn't think of it yeah i mean it's hard to know how you'll react because it's even when when you were saying like don't scream in a loud pitched voice high pitched voice or high, yeah. yeah it's like I'd like to think I would go into my like right. slow stand up voice and just be like <laughs> you know like deep and yeah. slow and it's like you don't when that adrenaline hits you in I these know. situations it's you just don't know how yeah. you're going to react I know like what well, if you just start screaming at the top of your lungs 
just in a high Minnie Mouse voice. <laughs> it's crazy. I mean, you've given us some really good information. Right? For anybody who lives in the 14 western states. Yeah. And We're visiting those 14 yeah, western states. Don't be a dummy. Yeah, don't be a dum dum. So, we um are going to c- come back in a second with a very special guest, Mike Henry, yeah. who we adore. We both uh are friends with him. Yep. He provided some help a lot of help with, with the, our theme with song. our theme song. Yeah. And uh, we'll be right back. One, two, three, four. Those are numbers. But you already knew that. If you want to know what number you're going to pay each month for your car, use Kelly Blue Book My Wallet on AutoTrader. They're really good at numbers. AutoTrader. Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. Danielle, how was your break? It was fine. Yeah. Um, I don't know. Took off a sweater, put a sweater back on. That was about it. You? That sounds exciting. <laughs> I looked at my phone. Yeah. And a lot has happened. Yep. I'm going to get to that later. Okay. Um, but for now, I'm really excited because we have our guest here, a Mr. Yes. Mike Henry. Uh, you might know him from this last season of AFV's Animal Edition. Did I say that right, Mike? <laughs> That's America's right. America's Funniest Home Video. Animal edition. Which he wrote on it. Is exciting because I think that's the most exciting version of the show. It is. That's what I thought before I got there. Confirmed. Confirmed. They it put is the me most... in a room. Yes. And I watched clips of animals being cute and funny. Okay, that's oh. not a bad job. Every day. That, that is, is not dream. a bad job. Yeah. What's the ratio of cats versus dogs? Oh, that's a good question. I, there's definitely more cats. There's well, because cats, cats knock shit over and yeah. they're evil. They're crazy. They do really, really shitty things. Yeah. And it's hilarious. And the, Yeah, I know. You know, I sent um, Mike a video. You did? Yeah. I was like, maybe this could be on your show. And he goes, actually, that's kind of sad. <laughs> oh, no. What was, Wait, it? what was it? It was it was Benjamin when he was a toddler. Oh, yeah. And with a dead bird that he was trying to bring back to life by putting seeds in its mouth. And he was like shaking it to get the seeds to go down into it. What is wrong with you that you thought they would put that on television? I thought it was cute. It's horrifying. And he was and, and Benji was singing a little song. It's very cute. It's cute, but I mean, I, <laughs> I I think it's maybe mother's love. I don't know. He's choking the already dead from bird. my perspective. I thought it was cute and funny, and I think from his perspective, he was like, "This is grim and weird." Yes. If they ever do an AFV on Shutter, <laughs> well, speaking, speaking of animals, we just talked about how to survive a big cat attack, and now we're going to talk about adopting a, a kitten. Cat. Yes, how to survive that? Yeah, which is I thought. After I uh, talked to you about it, I was like, this says a lot about my coping skills. Yeah. Oh. My How to Survive is about a kitten. (laughs) (laughs) All right. All right. The kitten took you down? But yeah. Well, it turns out it was two kittens. I had like moved into a new place. Okay. Um, I was working with this old Hawaiian woman at the time. (laughs) Okay. I don't know why Hawaiian's important, but she kind of, she had like a vibe. Like a, an island vibe. Working with... <laughs> she smelled like cocoa butter. She did. What, what were you working doing? It was like a volunteer thing, but... Okay. We, were, we, were, we would work together sometimes, and I, I told her, I'm thinking about getting a cat. I had okay. a one-bedroom place. This was mm-hmm. before you were married, clearly. Yeah, yeah. Okay. And um, it was... Uh, Chris saw the place, so she can confirm this. It okay. was almost literally under the 405. Oh, God. There was a lot of noise. It was not a nice place. (laughs) Oh, wow. It was not a nice place. Was it an apartment or just like a room in someone's house? No, it was an apartment. Okay. One bedroom place. Um, And I was like, I'm going to get a cat. And the old Hawaiian woman went, two. (gasps) And I was like, "Uh, it's kind of a small place. I don't think. And she was like, you're going to get two cats. And I was like, "Uh, all right. So like, this is like when people immediately tell you to have another baby after you've had a baby yeah. and you're like, I'm good. I'm good. It's all right. Uh, sorry <laughs> for that loud noise. Um, yeah, we're here about quiet noises. Yeah. <laughs> that's our, I don't know if you know, that's one of our catchphrases. Quiet noises. All right. So 
No. So uh, about a, like a week or two later, I w- it was like, I'm w- I was watching Saturday Night Live. I remember, like in my house, and I hear like, and it sounded like a bird in the house. It was like really loud. I was uh-huh. like, what the hell is that? I finally looked out the front door, and there was like a tiny, tiny <gasps> little kitten oh. at the bottom of my front steps. Oh, oh my god! And I was like, oh. Oh my god! Like a, a cat came to me. Was it in a basket with a note that said, "Please take care of the kitten"? <laughs> with like all like a stack of wet food. No. Yeah. Um, no, it's like a little, like mini guy. Oh. And I looked around to see if there were other ones, and in the bushes there was another <gasps> kitten. Two. Wow. Two. And so I like, they were really small. Like uh-huh. pro- their eyes had probably just opened. Whoa. And. Um, I put them in a box. They had fleas all over them. Ooh. Oh, no. And I took them to a shelter in West L.A. And they said, oh, thanks for bringing them in. You know, these cats have to go to foster care before anyone can adopt them. But if you were thinking of adopting them, you can get first dibs. Or they call it something else, like first choice. So if you were going to adopt them anyway, why did you bring them to an animal shelter? Just to get them cleaned up or something? Uh, well, I didn't. Uh, I didn't plan on adopting them when I got them. Oh, okay. Like there was, they were just saying that to anyone who brings them in. Oh, like, I know, but oh, you had no. said you were looking for a cat. Well, I was looking for one cat. And oh, okay. I, I was for sure going to go to a shelter and get like an older cat. Oh, okay. gotcha, yeah, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Sorry, gotcha, I left okay. that out, but uh, yeah, I, I had no interest in getting a kitten. Okay. So, yeah. So, I brought it to the shelter and they said, all right, you've got first dibs. And I right. was like, okay, I don't really think I want kittens, but right. thank you for the first dibs. <laughs> and they went to foster care and they gave me a number and they said, you can check in and just see how they're doing. You know? <laughs> and you're like, I, I want to be done with this. Yeah. I, like, I wash did my, hands my due diligence. I did. And I, kind of, and I was like, all right, I'll call and just see how those, those kitties are. And I called up and, and the woman said, uh, what, wait, what cats are these? And I said, I brought them in like a couple of weeks ago. And she goes, those, they're, they're not your cats. You just dropped them off. <laughs> And I was like, I, I know, I'm just checking. They, they told me to check in. I can check in on them. She's like, yeah, but you didn't adopt them. <laughs> and I was like, what is happening? I'm just seeing how they are. She goes, Kramer versus Kramer yelling at me. She goes, she goes did you get first dibs? <laughs> <laughs> and I'm like, yeah. I also called goes, shotgun. What's yeah, happening exactly. here? And I was like, I did get first dibs. And now, and now I'm like adamant about it. Like, yeah, you gave me first dibs. Don't tell me I didn't. And oh she goes, God. well, if if um, if they get through foster care and they're okay, then if you have first dibs, you can be the one who adopt. And I was like, I want those fucking cats. <laughs> I, like, in my head, I was just like, they're mine. So now you're going to adopt out of spite. So now, yeah. So they uh, gave me the foster. Spite adoption. The yeah. foster care people, their number. And I called them up and I was like, oh, they gave me your number. How are they doing? They're, like, they're doing great. You're going to love them. Aww. And I was like, I guess I got these kittens. Oh, my God. So I did. I adopted them. They were like two months old at that point, maybe, because they stayed there for a while. But they were still tiny. And I, you know, I brought them home. The second I bring them home, one of them, oh, I named them Frank and Dave after uh, my dad and his brother, because they were Aww. brothers. And the second I got them home, Frank goes under the dishwasher, like a space oh, like that. The like dishwasher? Inch. Yeah, like there's like an inch space. Yeah. And I was like, he's going to die under there. I just yeah. killed a kitten. I, like he's been here for 10 minutes. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> and you can't do dishes for a while. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to like, I can't even remember what I did. I think there was like a panel I could take off and I was like reaching and oh. I got him out. They started like immediately climbing the drapes. <laughs> Like, anything they could and I was just like oh my god was that when you realized you shouldn't have drapes <laughs> that's when I got the blinds <laughs> so yeah I was um, I was dealing with that I was kind of like you know reading a lot and stuff like oh hey, they need this they, uh-huh. need, they need they need a bed you know because they had like a litter box and stuff okay I went out and I got them a bed they they look one look at it and it was just like oh okay that's a toilet like I could tell no the, were and the, the next day it was I threw it away it was just completely so, ruined okay I've never had cats because as it is well documented on the show more than one cat freaks me Shitty. out and I think they're uh, rodents so how do you potty train a cat well here's the thing did they, you know how to do any of this no the what the the foster people said. 
you know, we trained them to use a litter box. Okay. And so they gave me the same kind of litter box, same litter, just yeah. put it here, and it was there. And they would go and check it out, but they did not seem to know. Okay, so this was a big scam. They just want to get rid of these cats. I think it was a scam. Yeah. yeah, they didn't know how to use the litter box. Yeah, and so, but but I just left it there. I didn't know what to do. Like, yeah. do I put their food in there? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> do I trick them? I don't know. Do I set them down in it? But don't they did, shit where you eat. They did figure it out. They okay. eventually, like, you know, learned on their trial and error, I guess. So you didn't, like, get down and squat into the... You didn't have to show them. You didn't I have to show them. Well, I didn't think we would talk about it here, but okay, oh. let's, let's bring it up. Okay. No. No, I didn't have to do any of that. They they did they figure it out. It out yeah. Okay, but um, you know they 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 found new creative ways of destroying <laughs> things for I, like for it must have been like the first six or eight months or so uh-huh. where it was like every day they I had this white couch. One of them in the uh-huh. middle of the night, like slashed the back. <gasps> like it looked like he had like a machete. Jesus, a, like a, a straight line. And I, I got up. Like and a I was warning! Like, Holy shit! And they were both sleeping inside there. Like ew! Hey. See, they're fucking weird. Yeah. They burrowed. Yeah. They burrowed, Chris. They yeah. burrowed. Yeah. yeah. What was that called? Terminal burrowing? Yes. yes. <laughs> that's what they did. Don't tell me that's not freaky. That your animals are hiding from you in your furniture. Yeah. That is terrifying. I should have mentioned I tried to freeze them to death every night. So. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, what else they did? They slept um, in the freezer. They, uh, oh, this is this is dated, but Netflix used to come in envelopes. Yeah, you know. the red envelope. Yeah. <laughs> they used to eat those. The whole, so like, I would end up like getting a new envelope from the post office and write Netflix. I'd send it back in a different envelope. They would oh eat. my God. I mean, they ate a lot of my mail, but they really like those they Netflix <laughs> envelopes. It's because of the sticky stuff? Yeah, the glue. The glue. Oh, the they, yeah. they probably got high from it. Maybe. I were these so. tabbies by, anyway, by any chance? They were, I was told they were Maine Coon cats. I don't know what any of that means, but okay. They were like big... They were orange. No, they weren't orange. They're like brown and black and white kind of combo. All right. Um, And did you grow up with cats? I did. I had a cat growing up. So, but was this still very unexpected and strange? Yeah, because the cat I grew up with was definitely, you know, it was just a thing in our house. (laughs) Yeah. It didn't want to, like, you know, socialize with us and stuff. You know, we'd pet it and... But yeah. it wouldn't like sit on Was it taxidermy? Is that why? Did <laughs> <laughs> you not really understand what's going on? <laughs> it was my father's cat growing oh, up. So okay, got went. it, got it, got it, got it. You put yeah. it, your hat on it. <laughs> Roller skates. <laughs> Little Santa costume yeah. in December. They, uh, one of like the worst things they did is Dave, I knew it was Dave because I caught him doing this. Okay. He was um, going into the, the bathroom at night and biting off pieces of the shower curtain, like, <laughs> like little pieces of plastic or whatever it's made of. Yeah. And I woke up one morning and it was like, a, he, he had, it must have like, oh, I figured out now how I can eat it. And it was like a big <gasps> like, semicircle of the, of the corner was completely gone. And I was like, what did you do? Jesus. And then he threw it up later. You know, I'm starting to think maybe these cats just wanted you to redecorate. Yeah, they like, didn't well, like your taste. They didn't like the white couch. They didn't I like mean, the couch. I mean, come who on. wants? Yeah. But well, when I moved them. to where I moved now, and they got, you know, oh, I left out a very important thing. They also ate carpet. They didn't like pull up carpet. They like ate it, and like they, a lot of the stuff I, I knew about because they would throw it up, and I'd be like, oh, there it is. But <laughs> <laughs> Like the edge of the carpet all around this apartment. Here's my iPod. It just, I tried to cover it with stuff. And oh my nope, God, this is a nightmare. You didn't get your security deposit back. No, I sure didn't. <laughs> so I just. <laughs> oh I man, ju- I didn't. They should have chipped in. Yeah, for sure. Totally. So I just had uh, dinner with a friend of the show, Alex Alexander, who you know. Oh, yeah. And she was telling me that her cat had, because I was like, oh, is that the cat that used to eat plastic? And she explained that because it was feral, um, it ate all this weird stuff. And I was like, oh, that makes sense because you adopted it. But these were little babies when you got them. So it's just it might be human, uh, not human cat nature. Yeah, feline well, it might nature. be feral cat nature because um, the reason they were there is they were trapping feral cats in my neighborhood. 
um, I, I found that out later. But the reason were, who was there? The, the, the kittens showed up on my front doorstep. Yeah. They were going around trapping cats in my because there was a, like a ton of feral cats in that neighborhood. Oh, and so the cats had run away. So they had obviously, or not obviously, but it seems like their mother got captured. Oh, gotcha. Wouldn't those me. cats? It doesn't. Okay, maybe I don't understand what feral means. Doesn't the feral nature mean they grew up outside? And wouldn't these cats being... Well, I'm just saying they were born to like yeah. a feral mother, so they might have like... Inherited feral her instincts. feral yeah. DNA right. because of... you well, know, may- I maybe saw her doing, you know, eating everything that that moved and didn't move and that hung from a shower. Yeah. Well, you know, I am, <laughs> I am reading that book about how we inherit our trauma from yes. our, you know, g- genetic... That's not the word. Generational trauma. Uh-huh. The idea that, you know, you don't just get trauma from learning or even through DNA, but through generations of trauma. Sure. So maybe those cats inherited generations of trauma from their feral grandparents even. Yes. Yes. And and then just decided, well, curtain looks, uh, shower Mm -hmm. curtain looks as good as anything else. I'll eat whatever. But why would you even want to eat a shower? Like the envelope has the sticky stuff on it. (laughs) Yeah. I get a buzz from that. I'm getting, oh. Maybe plastic, you know, they, there's something about plastic that cats like. It's weird. But it, that w- smell, you know, that like really strong. That chemical smell. Yeah. Like, Were like you buying the, the, the plastic that had the BPA in it? Not the. Oh, yeah. This was a long time ago. He so was maybe. buying those oh, cheap yeah. plastic. You oh, know, he was buying the sure. cheapest yeah. version. Yeah, that's what the cats like. And yeah. they were like, I'm going to get so high from this. I didn't think anyone was going to eat it. So that was. <laughs> but the, and then the carpet. Yeah. The carpet was very. That's so fucking weird. That's like, you know, what's that? That. Thing. people get where they eat chalk and stuff yeah oh, yeah, like, yeah yeah it's called pika i think yeah yeah yeah, yeah it's a but that's to re- yeah, is that to version. replace a vitamin or something that you have deficient inside you? it might be yeah i think it also might be like some kind of psychological disorder yeah, like psychological yeah. disorder yeah. that's so mm. and again the, trauma <laughs> i mean that trauma. was all they ate should i have fed them <laughs> yeah i mean maybe <laughs> wait a second the pieces are starting to <laughs> make sense now um, okay, so then what happened to... Oh, yeah, so I moved into my new place, all went away, and I was like, oh, <gasps> they hated that apartment. Oh, they knew it was a <laughs> sad, really did, sad yeah. apartment under the 405. Yeah, they were like, we want you to move. <laughs> this area is depressing. Is that true? They just... A hundred percent. They just stopped all the weird behavior. Yeah, well, were they had there... a bigger place to like move around in. The, at that old place, there was... This is horrible to even say, but there really wasn't like a window that you could... Just straight out look out of. <laughs> what? Were, it was like bushes in front of the windows. Oh. Like, there was no like good. Oh, wow. And they would just sit in their own windows and just be like, oh, I have my a question. God. Did you also eat shower curtains when you lived in that apartment? Were you also chewing on carpet? I just, I'm not eat, define eat because like the flavor. <laughs> I think what she's asking is, is this a fight club situation where really it was you all along oh, eating yeah. the carpet and eating the plastic and these cats don't really exist except for in your head? I think it's. It was now. So are they still with us, Frank and Dave? They have passed. Oh. But I can tell you how to uh, uh, to ensure it doesn't happen to you. That's sort of like surviving. Yes. yes. Um, go to a shelter and ask for an older cat. Oh, that's what I did now <laughs> this year. This time, though, we have a new cat. Okay. And we said, because uh, I have a kid now, and she was five at the time, and we said we need a cat that a five-year-old. Yes. Is gonna pick up and uh, and mm-hmm. they're like take this cat and it's basically like a stuffed animal. You <laughs> can put it anywhere. She moves Aww. it to her room and, uh, and it's just it's very chill. How old is this cat? He's gonna be two in April. Oh, that's not an old cat. No, no. no. But you didn't get a. Kid. We got him. We got him when he was old. Like we've only had him for like a year or so. Oh, okay. Oh well, that's good. Yeah. What's this cat's name? Peaches. Peaches. Aww, did Peaches. your daughter name Peaches? Oh. After they, the presence of the United States song. Yeah, she's big into them. She's yep. in the whole. Seattle non-grudge scene. Yeah. She's got good taste. <laughs> See, I will never I will never adopt cats. I just don't. You know, we have a lot of feral cats who like come into our backyard all the time. And I keep saying to Jenny, like, aren't we supposed to do something? Aren't we supposed to rescue them and bring them somewhere? What are we supposed to do? What are you supposed There's to do? There's a number you can call. I know, but he's just like, yeah, no, they're fine. Like get someone to come trap them. But do I want to do that? Is that better for them? Or is it better for them to just live on their own? It's better. I think it depends. Like in some places, they'll trap them, neuter them, and, and re-release them. Neutering them is good because then they yeah. stop. But some places, they're just like you got too many feral cats and 
you know, they're just going to. It depends on your shelter's policies. Okay. Local so shelter. you can bring them to a place. I mean, I'm scared to death to try to trap a cat. You know, yeah, I just, you don't have to. I think they'll do it. But oh. maybe you can look up your local shelter. Yeah, I just want to trap check. them, neuter them, and send them back on their yeah. way. Because they <laughs> seem to survive somehow. I don't know how. I guess they eat mice or something. Yeah, but. they do something interesting. Our local shelter, you can adopt feral cats that just come and live on your different properties as mouse mousers. Oh, but okay. they're not meant to be pets. Oh. Like, a lot of people want them for, like, their farms or places where they have a lot of land. Or I mean, we could even have them on our property, probably, because yeah. we have a lot of problems with, like, rats yeah. on our property. We can't because of Sally, because she would lose her mind. But yeah, right. those are cats you can adopt from shelters that are... Oh, so they'll give you, like, a neutered, feral yeah, cat. The, and yeah, and then and they get to live on, you know, they'll live in people's barns or in their out buildings like it could be a business that's on a property and right they just you just feed them and you know they're oh. not meant to be yeah really interacting they don't want to interact with humans but they're like i'm here to take care of the rats <laughs> i think that's a pretty cool policy and then yeah. this is gonna sound so gross it is gross do they eat the rats or is it just about the killing I don't really know the answer to that question i know they do, do like to bring back a lot of dead right for you rodents they bring back birds and Mm -hmm. and rodents because maybe that's how that that bird died that that your son was trying to bring back to life it could have gotten a hawk could have gotten it as well thank you so much thank you we are going to do something rare in which we're going to bring you back after this break (gasps) because you are involved in a letter we received yeah so uh this is can you stick around for a minute first time we've ever done this all right we will be right back all right Welcome back to How to Survive with Danielle and Christine. We are going to learn what we learned this week. Rolls right off the tongue. (laughs) (laughs) The International Pardo Canyon Traveling Basketball Extravaganza is coming to a local park near you. (laughs) Saving fingers one episode at a time. That's us. Can't thank you enough. Uh, Cougars, pumas, and mountain lions are basically the same thing, just call different things depending on where you live. Mountain lions are stalkers. You will need to change your phone number. (laughs) All-star stalkers coming to NBC this summer. Can't wait for that show. Once they have eaten their fill, cougars will cover their prey with grass leaves and other material to protect it from spoiling and from being eaten by other animals. Oh, that's what you found out, Garen. Okay. So I guess it's like it's like Tupperware. Yeah. They're going to come back later. (laughs) Nature's Tupperware. Nature's Tupperware. Leaves and grass. Yeah. Got it. Um, if you do run into a cougar, be big, stay noisy, don't forget your bell. Gonna get that cowbell. Okay, so Art of Noise was a mostly instrumental English avant-garde synth pop group. So I was on the right track. Pass. <laughs> uh, do not run. This will trigger a chase and kill response. Speak calmly to the cougar. If attacked, fight violently with anything you can grab. Garen suggests the bell. Oh, that's a great I idea. It's really good. And then you can say you rung his bell. Oh, my God. And you rung your own bell. I love it. Okay. Um, words that may or may not fend off a cougar. Not fun. Oh, fuck, dude. <laughs> not fun. <laughs> this is not fun. Kids, kit, kittens can terminally burrow. <laughs> shakes up my spine. Check your local SPCA, Humane Society, or Animal Shelter for info on feral cats. Feral cats typically do not eat rats. When the cats are introduced to a new area, they will occasionally kill them when they arrive. Their presence becomes a deterrent. Oh, so it's like they squat in the neighborhood and then they just get rid of... And then the rats are like, we got to move. Yeah, we we get the idea. Oh, yeah. We're leaving. Yeah, it's a rodent flight. There goes the neighborhood. Yeah, exactly. Okay, so Chris, what do you have for us? I have an email from a listener that I'm excited to share. Her name is Renee. She says, love the show and theme song. Ah, Hey there, Danielle and Christine and Garden Squirrel Garen. If you ever wanted to lose that nickname, I'm sorry. It's not going nope. anywhere. Just wanted to say the show is really fun. You guys are hilarious. Aw. Thanks, Renee. Also, I just love the theme song. It's very catchy and those lyrics are great. Yes. Is that you two singing or who? It's <laughs> awesome. Wishing you tons of success. 
and happy holidays because this was yeah. from a little bit ago. But um, we wanted to wait and read it when Mike Henry was here because he is connected to the theme song. First of all, let's answer her questions. Uh, it is us singing. It is. Is there a filter on our voices, Mike? There's nothing on your voice. Oh. I mean, our filter. We just like sound. Or something we like just reverb. sound that okay. good, Danielle. Yeah. All right. Well, I was getting confused. I didn't know. So why don't you tell Chris the story of the theme song? Um, okay. Well, um, I wrote it. I we needed a theme song. Yeah. We were looking for music. We right. were not having success finding anything that we really liked. You know, we were looking at you know those websites that have free yeah music. And we kind of weren't hitting it tonally. Yeah. And for some reason, one night when I couldn't sleep, instead of thinking up stand-up jokes, which is what I usually do when I can't sleep that I'll never use, um, I just was kind of kicking words around in my head. And yeah. I was like, maybe that could be a song. Maybe that could be something. And I was kind of humming it the next day along with some weird tune and I thought you know what I should just sing this into my phone yeah. and send it to Mike Henry who is also a, mu- a, mu- a magician <laughs> a musician and is uh, this your card uh, <laughs> <laughs> so I, I did this in my bathroom it was very bad and I sent it to him and I was like hey could we do something with this and um, he was like absolutely we totally can do something with this and what did Alex say oh yes my daughter I told her I was like I wrote a song today I was so proud of myself and so she was like let me hear it she's nine and so I played it for her she goes you didn't send this to anybody (laughs) and I said well yeah I mean I sent it to Mike Henry she goes do not send this to anyone she's like I love you but this is this is mom this is really like she was embarrassed for me but it's pretty much how the song turned out, like the melody yeah. and the words. It's what you did I on mean, that demo. Well, what you said. I, I recorded a demo. That's what she said. <laughs> I, <laughs> she, she passed it out in the parking lot at, at CVS. At, at Ralph's, I was passing it yeah. out. Um, so then, you know, I, I said to Danielle, hey, do you want to try this? I mean, if, if we hate it, we can still use something we find on the Internet and put right. something together. But why don't we just try it? And I was like okay, this is probably going to be you and Mike singing because I really can't sing, but I will 100% try. So we came to your house and you have this little room off the house. My recording studio? <laughs> your recording studio. I'm sorry, your recording studio. I mean, let's call it what it yes. is. What is it actually? It is, is actually it a shed. It's something? my laundry room. Oh, it's your laundry but room. But I okay. hung quilts up on the walls. It was, yeah, you did. It was pretty it was impressive. Nice. It was all soundproof. Yeah. I tried to do it, do it as then, pro as yeah. possible. You could do a load of whites while you're recording. Yeah. Yep. And then one at a time, we sang each line, and um, yeah, it was fun. And then it was fun. It was really fun. I had a good time. And uh, Mike then uh, put some cool rock and roll riffs on it with That's his it. guitar. That's, That's me rocking out on that song. Yeah. You really rocked. I was it. singing. It's just you guys singing. Yeah. It's me rocking. And then is the rest of the music, um, it's embarrassing, I don't even know this, but is it just like computer, um, like, music in your... <laughs> She's like, I don't know. I'm trying to ask a question. Like a pre-recorded drum track or something? Like, Not, I don't know anything about it. <laughs> <laughs> Not pre-recorded, but is it, did you create it in a... In a Did you create it in a program on your computer? I did it in GarageBand. Like GarageBand. Yes, yes. GarageBand. Okay. Yeah. Yes, okay. So the guitar, is you actually playing the guitar? The guitar and the, there's like a keyboard going, ding, ding, ding. Yes, yeah. That's me. And like, I think there's a, you know, a drum loop that was on And Garage that's Band. from the GarageBand. Okay. All right. Oh, and a bunch of those sound effects. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. All the sound effects and the, the siren and everything. <laughs> that's so cool. Someone, uh, another listener had said, I love the song except every time I hear the sirens I get scared that there are yeah. sirens behind me and I was like oh that keeps that, you on your toes man. yeah, is yeah that, that's is, right is that okay are we gonna put anyone in danger but I think I think it's okay yeah how to survive our theme song well I I think people are surviving it yeah anyway we were I think s- we should do an acoustic version well we do need to talk it. to you about getting some version of it for the end of the episode oh yeah okay we need a if you have no something vocal without version. vocals yeah well, that should probably be off air. But no, anyway. no, no, let's do it here. <laughs> I like it here. Anyway, that's the um, 
origin story. That's the behind the scenes. This of, is our VH1 behind the yeah, music. Behind the music of um, the music. When we go on tour, you prepared to go with us to do our... Of course. You know, play guitar. But then... <laughs> Nirvana wiped them off the charts. <laughs> oh my God, I love it. The um, whole face of music changed. <laughs> that is what I'm hoping for. Yep. All right. Well, this has been really fun. It's been a treat having you here. It's yes. My pleasure. It's so you got nice my new to favorite s- podcast. Aww. Oh, thank you so much. I just so think it's much. pretty cool to hear the, like what we learned before you hear the episode. Yeah. Like, oh, right. Because like, you, didn't, you didn't hear what we were yeah. talking about. So you don't know what we learned or if we learned it at all. Like Garen's hitting a cat with a cowbell. <laughs> <laughs> listen <to> <laughs> it's going to be a surprise. Well, thank you guys so much. As always, uh, reach out to us. Let us know how you're doing, how you're enjoying the show, if you have a similar story, and we will eventually get to all of them. So thanks so much. We'll see you soon. Bye. Hey, everybody. We'd love to hear from you on the social media at Pod How to Survive on Twitter and Instagram. And also, you can send us an email, podcasthowtosurvive at gmail.com. We'd love to hear your survival stories or just say hello. All right. Talk to you later.